Wow. <laughs> I was just giving you like sound effects. Hi. 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 Today's tea is lemon pound cake. It smells really good, actually. Like it smells. It smells like lemon pancake. Who would have thought? <laughs> it smells a lot more pound cakey. But it doesn't taste that pound cakey. How do you feel? It just feels like green tea, really. Yeah, it does. It smells fucking amazing. Sm- smells amazing in the packet. I was gonna say, smell it. And I always forget you can't smell, and then I feel sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No you know what? Like, there's no way you could even. So, today, I guess we thought we would talk about something that I uh, listened to on the Philip DeFranco show on YouTube, which is basically that um, a, what would you call it, like a social surveillance system has been introduced, um, but specifically the one I heard about was... In China. In China, in a Hebei province, with debt. So the idea is that you can see who has not really been paying off their debt and it kind of works like a radar and you're meant to be able to see the location and whatnot. And the example Philip DeFranco gives is like, if you see someone buying a Gucci and you can see that they're in debt, they probably shouldn't buy that Gucci and it's meant to encourage people to be accountable. So, I mean... Oh, wait, but in order to be able to recognize them, there must be some sort of photo system on the app as well, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't really... No, I mean, all of it is weird, and it's like, a, I think it's like, um, what is there to hide if you have nothing to hide, but it also feels like a complete, like, overstep of privacy. Uh, I think right now, like, you know... And accuracy, actually, because like, I'm just thinking this through in the feasibility sort of yeah. sort of way. Yeah. Um, in order for me to recognize that someone, okay, through the app, I can tell, like, oh, these people have debts, and I can know their locations. I'm assuming if that's, like... GPS locations? Yeah, I think so. If I'm in a shopping mall with, like, a ridiculous... In China? Yeah. That's a ridiculous amount of people. No, it is. Like, I'm just like, one of those people there are in massive debt. Yeah, so I don't really like, know how that would work. They could be, like, window shopping. That could be a... You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, here enjoying this I just, moment. I just really don't like the idea that someone I don't know is judging me because of the debt I'm in. So I thought it was completely not this way. It's what like if think? the three of us went out... And I'm close to you, but I'm also a bitch. So I'm like, oh, cat's out shopping? Well, I know she has debt, so I'm going to report her. So I, uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, and, I, and I saw it more as a way of accountability, not for strangers, but for your circle. Or uh, maybe not even like immediate circle, but like maybe three layers I guess down. if you have like WeChat, then maybe it's like the people you have on WeChat. But the idea that I heard, like the what I understood from the thing mm-hmm. was more that they give you a location on an app of all the dead people. Yeah, Meaning that's not you're not, you're not just well. You're not just surveying people you know, but you have surveillance for people that you don't know. I mean, I don't know the specifics either, but I think either scenario is not something that I personally like the sound of. What if it's like a gold digger? It's actually her way of... You know, gauging. Yeah, pay, pay off her debts. It's like what I'm trying to do here is go to like really expensive stores and chat up some guy to buy me a diamond ring, which I then go to the pawn shop next door and just pawn it off, and then just you know. Yeah, actually, I have a question about that. You know, like uh, sorry, just as a complete tangent, <laughs> but uh, I I know someone who 
she and her ex-boyfriend broke up a, a long time ago. Well, like a year ago. And pawned everything out of despite. The, well, the, 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 the funny... Despite. 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 Sorry. Spite. Pawned everything out of despite. And I was like, wait, wait, that sounded wrong. Um... Yeah, so they broke up uh, like a year ago, and he's still sending her gifts. Why? Well, that's, oh, that's my so nice. My, and or an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is how I feel. Represented by two different people. So I'm like, on one hand, like, and and she's kind of said to him, like, you know, like you don't have, don't do this. But he still do, still is doing it. But is she's it? not really like insisting because she really likes. I mean, she got like a new Apple Watch. She got a new handbag. Can he be my ex? <laughs> <laughs> this is no, no. Okay, that gets to the point where I'm just like, okay, how much is it that he's nice and stupid, or she's taking advantage? So of yeah, I'm like, I'm in two minds about this, right? Number one, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Just spend the money on someone who actually wants to be with you. And number two, like. But for her point of view, like, it's just free shit. Like, she's not asking yeah. for Can it. Can I counter-argue that? If the guy insists on buying me stuff, that's not my problem. No. I didn't ask you to buy it. You just wanted but to give me I, I would not be morally okay accepting these guys. I, I personally would really struggle accepting. I, I, I really don't want to feel like I'm in debt to anyone. And, huh, because we're talking about debt. No, I have nothing to do with it. But, like, it's just me. Like, I, I would feel so bad because I, 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 I would know that the person is doing this to try garner feelings for me yeah the, but, the reasoning yeah. Behind, it's not the gift itself but it's like this guy is putting emotional and thought and like all these resources into you where there's going to be no return yeah and he's expecting something yeah but also he's he's an idiot like he's an idiot i don't yeah but, i i mean i get it but then i'm also i know it's not your job but yeah. like i feel like i wouldn't be okay for something like for example drinks Going oh, out and drinks. I hate getting free drinks from people. It's not not from the bar. If it's from the bar, I'm like, woo! Yeah, like I'm like, woo! But if a guy flies out, he's like, hey, let me buy you a drink. drink. I'm like, no, I'm like, my own, like, my own fucking. Yeah, I'm a like, strong fucking independent woman. I just, I just mean like, are you buying me a drink because you want to buy some of my time? I guess it just feels like that. No, I don't feel bad because I can leave. What if they're really boring? No, you can buy me a drink. We can talk for like five minutes. But if I want to go, I want to go. Uh, there's, no, there's no obligated contract between us. I need to stay with you for 30 minutes for one drink. That is true. But then, then they go like, wrong. oh, that bitch. Okay, good for and you. And then it's like a bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's also like, I also feel bad to the, I, I know my, my moral sounds might be a little higher there. Like, I felt bad for the guy and I, I wouldn't be able to accept it because I also have problems, not problems. I have difficulty sometimes getting drinks from friends where I know they're just buying around. Like oh. you when you're out, what do you, you have just problems? It just it just comes yeah. back. Yeah, but like at some point, I just feel like, oh. But then I also don't know how to reject them, so I was like, oh, thank you, and I'm like awkward, 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 okay, awkward. I have no issue until I like, drink it, and then I'm like, okay, whatever. I, like, <laughs> I, I have no issue there because Literally. if if I'm like, okay, so I had like a very interesting situation where right. uh, I went out drinking with my friends, and um, you know we all bought rounds, and then there was a girl who just kept drinking the drinks. Which is fine. Yeah. And then she didn't buy a round. And we're like, oh, like, you know, we've all bought rounds. Like, whose turn is it? And it was her turn. And she's like, oh, I don't do rounds. And we're like, that's fine. Like, we understand that everyone's, like, financial situation doesn't yeah. allow them to do that. Yeah. Then why are you accepting our drinks? Yeah. After after it was immediately obvious that we were... Because we weren't hiding it. It was yeah. like, I'll take this round. You take that round. Yeah. yeah. And I think the polite thing to do would have been, like, even if you mistakenly took the first two drinks. Yeah. After that, I'd be like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm, I, don't, I, I don't do rounds. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but she's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't do rounds. <laughs> Full stop. And then we just looked at her and we're like, 
You know what that reminds me of? Um, you know that time we went out after our um, work, our work Christmas dinner? No. Where we went to Carnegie's. She's talking about the recent time where she thought she was fired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the first thing we did, sat down, they ordered the three jugs of beer, and then we got a round of Jaeger bombs. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, she needs cash. And I was like, don't worry, I'll, I'll pay for this. I've got it. Like, And I gave the 700, and our boss was like, I will pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? No, but he, he viscerally <laughs> He hates being paid for. He, uh, he just finds it for our boss specifically. He gets, he um, really doesn't want other people to pay for him. Because that's like, he's like, he's a rich guy, okay? No, like, true. Just take the seven hundred. In my head, I'm just like, I can also pay for this. Like, so I think you're paying okay. me my salary, but I can still pay for this. <laughs> okay, I can gonna, spend however I want to spend. I'm going to argue this. I have bigger issues with my friends paying for me than I do with a random shit that's paying for me. Interesting. Because uh, with my friends, I actually have emotional attachment to them. And I feel like, okay, shit. Like, they're doing this out of their good heart. And there's no, like, bad intent or anything. With a random stranger, I just... Oh, you, like, you, don't give no, you don't give any... You just want to get laid. And I'm like, well, I don't owe you anything for this. I have no emotional connection for it. Yeah, you can buy it all you want. But I'm not obligated to give you anything back. But with my friends, we have, like, an emotional connection already. So I would feel bad for that. Does that make sense? I don't yeah, know. it does make sense. It's not how I feel because I think I'm very. So that's why. Uh, that's why I get your thing about buying rounds. Yeah. That would irk me. But if it's a stranger doing it, I don't know who you are. Okay, give me all the rounds you want. Whatever. I don't know you. I do rounds. I, I like the rounds thing, yeah. and I also yeah. like taking first rounds. Uh, like, taking I, first round is the easiest. Yes, that's like yeah. the cleanest round yes. to take. Yeah. I would like. I always go like, I'll take first round. Round of tequila shots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys want to do tequila. <laughs> I'm always such a fan. I'm like, ooh, ooh, yes. Yeah. No, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just weird like that. But yeah. Yes, you are. But okay, <laughs> like I had a situation where like, um, uh, like I met my ex-boyfriend's friend, obviously when we were still together, and uh, I had just moved somewhere new. Uh-huh. And this is the first time I met this guy who was visiting, I think. And he said to me, oh, what's your address? I'll send you a housewarming gift. And I was like, that's weird. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry. You know, like, that's really sweet of you, but don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then he messages me, like, a week later saying, hey, it was really nice catching up, but not catching up with your ex-boyfriend and meeting you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's that address again? Like, I'd love to send you something. Yeah. And then I was like, creepy stalker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And then I told my ex-boyfriend, he was like, that's really weird. <laughs> like, let me talk to him. And then so he talked to him. He was like, hey, like, I know you're a nice guy, but this is coming ho- across as a bit creepy. Yeah. And then the guy was just like, oh, like, what's the big deal? Like, I just wanted to send a nice girl a gift. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> I'm trying to steal your Yeah, and then my ex-boyfriend was like, what? What are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> did, did, you, did you misunderstand something here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not, um, but you know, it, platonic friends. Yeah. And then his friend was like, well, but his friend had a girlfriend as well, so I was very confused. And then his friend was like, well, fine, you're that sensitive about it. I'm not, I will, you know, I get it. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? Like, uh, is it because he's a guy and he feels like whenever a guy does something out, like a favor for a girl... It's just because they want to get laid. Oh no! Wait. Is that is that is that what he was thinking? No, okay, you think... mean my ex boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was just like um, it was just it was, 
if we flipped it over and it was a girl doing it to a guy, I would also think that's really weird. Yeah, it's a really weird situation to, like, insist that your friend's girlfriend give you their address when you've met once. Yeah, I guess it's weird. You've met once. Yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> Let's, should we reel us back in and go back to, like, surveillance sorry, and Sorry, sorry, yes. Uh, oh, can I just say something about that? Okay, so the surveillance and death thing. So I was thinking, so I don't know how much information is, like, published, but you see yeah. who's in debt, right? Yeah, yeah, So there's yeah. a girl who's really hot, mm-hmm. and she's in debt, mm-hmm. and I was a stalker. I would follow you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a really hot girl, and I'm sure there's a lot of hot girls that are in debt because they want to maintain their appearance. Yeah. So this would create a lot of stalking issue. Completely. And these girls might get raped or followed. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how is this safe? Uh, and then yeah. and I had all the time in the world, I would look up all the girls' names and just follow each one of them and, and just see what's hot. And now, totally... okay, now, now I for sure know where you are all the time. Yeah. I think it's totally something you could, like, it, it, it's very ripe for manipulation. Let's say you're, like, a creepy guy, but you have money. Mm-hmm. And you could go to any hot girl, he, like, hey, sleep with me, and I'll pay your dad off. Mm. And I can't surveil you anymore. Well, well, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I, not that I encourage it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where, where is, is going? going? But if, like, hypothetically, okay. if the girl would be like, I sleep you once, and I get my whole debt paid off, no, but I don't mean, like, once. Like, what if it's, like, extortion? Once again, I would like to say, hypothetically, if it's a deal that she can't get anywhere else and she knows she can't work off her debt anyways, and it is an opportunity, and she takes it, would there be anything wrong with doing that? No, no, there'd be nothing wrong with doing that. I just mean, like, but it gives people the... I don't know, it's just it's also, creepy. Okay, it is creepy, but in the same way, I'm just like, it also is an opportunity for them to get different but offers. I, I mean, like, it's, like, the whole, like, um... Okay, that just sounded like I was a real big creep there, but I'm just like, <laughs> I just like, it no. kind of made a sense. I'm like, actually, it's not. Like, to, a, not, to, to an extent, I completely get you. Like, it's like, oh, um, you know, like, sometimes you read. it's creating opportunities that they wouldn't originally yeah, get. Yeah, sometimes you read about, like, webcam girls doing it because they get paid so much better, and then they can pay off their college debt doing that. So actually, let's slip it. Let's slip it. So, if I was a really hot girl, and, like, I knew I was You hot, are hot, baby. <laughs> did not make it sound any more genuine than it was not. Okay, anyways, anyways. I so think you're hot. If I, was, if I was a really hot girl and I did, like, camera stuff, yeah. I would purposely put myself in debt and then advertise it on like that. Oh, I'm in debt. Help me. Uh, you know, this get, is a, this, this is, is also you? interesting to get to get more fan service. That is that is interesting to garner more fan service. That's interesting. And then if I'm like, oh, if I make a brand deal, well, I should say Louis Vuitton. I put myself in debt, and I always go to Louis Vuitton. So all these guys will come and also buy stuff to create more like this is interesting. fan service. Th- this is her and her marketing mind. <laughs> And her need to constantly create <laughs> stories. Make money. Yeah. She just wants to make money and also. Then, <laughs> and then this will create a new culture of influencers. This is very interesting. Like debt girl influencers. This is super interesting. I never really... I never I thought think, about that Yeah, way. I think you... There's something to that though. Because there's already like a... Uh, like, you know, cam girl influencers who are like videoing themselves 24 hours and getting paid to do it. Yep. And then in this sense, I will purposely make sure I will mm. never be out of debt. Wait, there's... There are 24-hour... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, in China. Do they not leave the house? Well, I mean, like, within, like, reason, I think. But yeah, like, the, the, the camera's just on, and they're just... You make a lot of money. You're just... Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, hi! And then sometimes you're not. Yeah. Sometimes you're just there. Like, is it 
Okay, just because it just already sounds like it is that way. But it's not is porn. It multiple? Oh, necessarily. So it's, it's not necessarily porn. So it's literally just one camera in a room, and if I'm not in that room, you don't see me. Potentially. I, uh, some people I know, like, do it differently. Like, so they have a camera that they take with them wherever. Oh my god, you know what I just thought of? What? And then for me to stay in debt, I will constantly spend more than my means. Just so I can stay in debt, so I can keep this influencer thing going. So actually, the system, I just, I just totally broke the system. <laughs> Because it has no encouragement. Encouragement. Well, also, if you're attractive, yeah, and you're you're you're. We want to make hit, money. You're that like way. I don't know, fifty, six. When when do we start aging? Oh my god. Okay, then instead of doing that, all the money I make, I put it in a separate bank account so that I will always be in debt and I will stay in there. But somebody else will hold my money. And then once I hit the age where I'm not hot anymore, I'll take all that I will take back. all the money and I won't be in debt anymore. And I totally cheat the system. You're welcome, China. Wow. You're right though. Okay. Like is if you're is- attractive and the internet is letting you put yourself out there and there is this debt system. I guess I just ended the conversation. And I would just say... <laughs> I would just say the more interesting part about this this way of doing influencing is that it's a lot more tangible for your fans. What do you mean Oh, tangible? like I'm helping, oh. I'm helping her pay her debt. I'm donating off. to somebody. Yeah. yeah. And that I care about... Oh, man. And this I got to create a lot of stalker issues. And then I can physically go and find her if I wanted to. Because I, I know where she yeah. is. Yeah. With like... That and then if I was that, that debt influencer, I would also do the online thing to garner even more followers so they would come and physically mm-hmm. find me and then i can get security guards to follow mm-hmm. me and make sure i'm safe mm-hmm. actually oh my god it's amazing it's a dream it's a dream <laughs> influence your life no. like people follow you all the time no no but i think there what will we're be also, no holidays to this what we're, FYI. what we're also not talking about is like this fits into like the social surveillance system yes which i actually wanted to go into as yeah. well so that like that but standalone is fine but actually like china is um to a certain extent, like developing this social credit system, where depending on what your what you do and what your behavior is, you can get like positive credits or negative credits, and it means if you get too many negative credits, you can't do certain things like book train tickets. So even better, if I can book train tickets, one of my followers will book it for me and give it. But to I, me I think it's it. like a no, no, no. Like you, you, you can't, can't travel. You, you can't to, for you to yeah. buy a train ticket. Even if someone else buys it for you, I think you have to use your ID card or yeah. ID number. For you to get that tra- train ticket. Oh, really? It's not yes. just like it has to so I, match as well. Yeah, it has to match your name. Yeah, it's like when you buy like an airplane ticket, your name has to match your passport, uh. right? So like you, people can't, t- but are it's already happening. Like some people aren't able to buy flights because their social credit score is too low. So basically, you uh. start at a thousand. Everyone starts at a thousand, and you can add points and you could reduce points. And once it's below a thousand, you start losing some of your rights. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting, like, without going into, like, the emotional feelings about being surveilled, sur- 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 being sur- under surveillance or anything, it is, if you if you look at it from, like, a bird's eye view, it's a very interesting thing to put into society. And it's very, like, um, and it's like that, that, there's, like, there's that um, Netflix show called Black, well, it's not on Netflix, it was on BBC before Netflix, but anyway, like Black Mirror, where they, some of their episodes are like, okay, what, what if, for example, mm-hmm. the social credit system was based on likes? So how many likes have you garnered over your lifetime uh, by posting on social media and everything? No, that's totally different. No, 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 but like, but it's still a social credit system, right? Because like, if you're, if you're saying, instead of basing it on, let's say, debt or education level, you're basing your credibility on how many people have liked your posts. Right. And if, you, if, anyone, if everyone can see how many posts everyone else has that are liked, what is that going to 
cause that's going to change about the fabric of society. So there's, like, an episode where I'm pretty sure it's, like, maybe I think you're given, like, a star rating. And people can, like, rate you. So it becomes really damaging because you might be, like, flying high on, like, 4.8 stars. And then suddenly your star number drops to, like, 3. And everyone can see. And then they judge you inherently for it. Although they might not know specifically why your number dropped to 3. Like, if we all had Uber and how we got jobs and everything was based on our Uber rating. Um, that would be a very interesting uh, interesting behaviors in society. So I feel like this is just, there's something in this to me that I'm like, part of my brain is like, hmm. And the other part of my brain is like, I don't want to, I, I would definitely be someone with a very low negative, like negative social score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if they're going to, if they, if they want to, for example, encourage people not to like stay at home and hermit, <laughs> I'm definitely not desirable. <laughs> No, cat. No. <laughs> like, I get it. Um, yeah. But I also feel like there's a slight difference between... S- okay. Not that I'm saying that we should be under surveillance all the time. Uh-huh. But I can also see how there's a huge difference for me that I'm being surveyed... Uh, under surveillance... I'm being surveyed? No, under surveillance. I'm being... I am under surveillance yeah. by the government. Yeah. Or I am under surveillance by my peers. Yeah. So, like, what this system is, the debt system, where it's the whistleblower system, is I'm going to be judged by people around me. And not to say that the government is more neutral or more, like, correct or will be more correct. But the chances for someone to manipulate the system and be like, oh, I don't like you. You didn't look my way in a bar. I am now going to say you were at this place and lie. Yeah. So it's my so my I'm gonna whistleblow my you. word over yes. yours. Yeah. But since my social number might be slightly higher, I might be more likely to be like trusted. Yeah, that, that is true. And if my whole point system is based on that, on other peers, it's gonna create this kind of society of oh, I'm gonna I might not trust anyone around me, or like I'm not gonna do anything outside the doors. Yeah. It's like it's not just this one where it's like the debt thing, yeah. where it's just about people who are in debt are judged like that. Which also I feel like is a little bit of a downward spiral. I agree. So if you're down, people have a chance to kick you even more once you're down. Yeah. Like it's not like a system where it can help you come back up. Right. Um. But no, that's completely. Right. I know. Yeah. I think I watched a one of those like small kind of like three-minute videos Mm -hmm. on, like, BuzzFeed or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Don't know how true it is. Mm -hmm. But they also say that, like, in the smaller towns where they don't have as much surveillance cameras, Mm -hmm. they're using actually human people to collect data, where the retired people's jobs are to walk around the town every day and talk to people and see, like, oh, the the homeless guy there is still sitting there, Um, except for he's tidied up his stuff a bit, so he brushes it in a little Uh, notebook, and then you'll talk to people around. But then no one really knows exactly... Who's doing it? Right. So there's, like, a lot of, like, uh, it's room just for yeah. manipulation. So apparently, like, there are, like, every little town has these people going around. Like, two to three people just going around and, like, just talking. Wow. And they're, like, just people, like, everyone knows. So, yeah. like, everyone just kind of talks to them. I don't, yeah. like, I don't like the details. Uh-huh. But apparently they all write it into the little books who are then, like, collected in the collection center, which then gets shipped to these people in the government who then go through all these books and basically add and subtract points to people. So if they like you, it would be like, oh, you're my friend. I've known you for ages. I'm like, oh, yeah, she, like, she helped pay for this homeless guy's meal once. Or, like, oh, she brought her own bag to the grocery store so she didn't have to bring it, use a plastic bag. Like, just, like, small things can add points. Or just be like, oh, 
um, at the supermarket. She knocked over an apple, so it was on the floor, and then put it back onto the stack. It was dirty. <laughs> like, you no, know no, I mean? no. Yeah. It could be like a really like insignificant thing, but because um, this guy's like, I don't like you. Like, why wouldn't I write down? Or I have nothing to write. I'm going to make the smallest thing seem quite big. But wouldn't this is also this guy can also if you sleep with me I can give you a better score. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like the point being like this no one's but meant we're to saying know who like, these people are. We yeah. are it's just people So like uh like I, I know like peer surveillance has been a thing in many different countries over time. Like, you know, in World War Two uh, sorry, not World War Two, in Nazi Germany, there was a lot of peer surveillance as well. Uh. And it's just like we're comparing it to like Nazi no, 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 heartbroken. No, I am not comparing it. I'm not saying they're apples and apples. Okay, I am just saying like, um, so we, like, like, okay, what I just said, like, you know, in Nazi Germany, not Nazi, yeah, in Nazi Germany, there was, there was peer surveillance, but also like, there's just a lot of government surveillance mm-hmm. in general. We don't just. We don't really talk about it. The, the the bit that scares, not scares, the bit that I'm most uncomfortable with is the idea that, you know, humans are so fickle. They're, yeah, and it's so subjective. Not that I think that there's any more objective way we can do it because the government essentially is also a bunch of people yeah. who are doing it. And that's not objective. But the fact that it's more like, it's more away from you. There's, like, a yeah. distance between it. You don't know me personally. So, yeah, you might make a mistake on me, but at least I know... It's like you're not, you're not to be doing personal. it. Yeah, you're not doing it to get revenge. And the mm-hmm. idea that someone might be able, like the doors up or, or would be open to someone doing that is yeah. like. Ugh. I'm much. Yeah, well, I haven't really thought the whole thing through yet. I guess, but the, the idea that mm, Big Brother is objective, yeah. I, I like to think that Big Brother is objective. Why? Better than subjective, even though I know it's not because it's all people. Right. But like the idea, because it's so, it's a Far little more removed from you, uh, that it's a little more objective than someone. Yeah. So the positive part about this is that it's creating new jobs. Um. Yeah, I, I think there are retirees. Actually. I mean, there are other positive ways, in a certain way, as uncomfortable as I am. Yeah, it might create a lot more accountability, and. Do you want thinking? Things? I actually uh-huh. think it's not. Okay, I'm gonna just like. I feel like I'm gonna like slowly just socially murder myself. <laughs> Maybe that's and it. Anyone who okay, I'm never gonna say my name on this podcast ever again. No, no, no. Maybe don't say it. Yeah, don't say <laughs> don't it. Say it. Don't say it I know you, so don't say it. You can tell us later. Yeah. <laughs> don't say it, Jay. Say it. Let us. Uh, yeah, don't say it. Let us move on. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say about this? Oh yeah. So how do you think this would affect like? International people moving into China. To yeah, work. exactly. It's really interesting. You know, you know now, like I know, not like a significant, I'm, but there are a lot of Americans or like anywhere else people who will go to China to work. Yeah, but this will also obviously be a turn off. Is this? To even yeah. come are, they, to China. Are, are they going to be part of the system? I don't know. I'm not I, sure. I got the impression that it was just for the. Do local. you get a um, ID number if you are not a local, but you live there? Can I just? I guess you do because you can buy stuff on Taobao, right? You don't need an ID number to do that, do you? Don't you? <laughs> um, do I you? don't. Uh, I think you get a visa number, but I don't know if you get like a ID number. Well, assuming that they do, then it would be very turn offy. I'm 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 pretty. Uh, I mean, like, okay, let's say even if they don't, 
What would you? What would happen if, like, you know, you move? You're from America. You move to Shanghai, and then you meet someone, then you fall in love, and you marry them. Okay. What? Where, where then, do you, then do you get brought under the system? Um, Chinese. No. Even if you're not. Why would you be brought under the system? But you're married. So you'll never get Chinese citizenship. Is that is that how that happens? Yeah, you never get Chinese. You never get Chinese citizenship. So why would you need to be surveillance? Uh, but wouldn't that affect? You? you just should be worried about your wife's. Yeah, if your wife is like spending. I love that lot. you guys are assuming. <laughs> assuming what? Assuming that it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? I was actually thinking, uh, your wife could be a lesbian couple, except for that is illegal. Is that not illegal in China? <laughs> That's illegal in China. So is it illegal or is it just like not discouraged? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it's legally um, illegal. Legally <laughs> illegal. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about that. No, but if you, I just think that like, there's so many. I don't know how much obviously is the international part, uh, population contribute to the economy, but this would definitely discourage it by a lot. No, for sure. I mean, like even even if it doesn't contribute, like let's say that much, like China. Uh, sorry, countries that remain isolationist, they, well they can't remain isolationist. They have to have some kind of. <laughs> contact with the outside world anyway mm-hmm. so I wonder how that's, that that would affect things I mean it's, it, it is like it's very very interesting to think about it in terms of like how the rest of the world will look at it as well and also like you know let's say, even if it didn't impact you let's say as an American moving to Shanghai right be it but a it, man or a woman but even if it doesn't it directly affects you how would you how would would you what would you feel Go knowing that you were moving into a country where maybe not you, but like the person who sits next to you at work, like debt is surveyed like that. The idea that like not paying your debt off is morally bad is a very interesting idea. They should bring us to America and see how that goes. Yeah, isn't there a fact <laughs> that America has one of the biggest debts in the world? Yeah, like I mean, like even if you go to university, like you can't, you really can't make it into university and leave without any debt. If you are doing it by yourself at the age that you are supposed to be going to university at, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? But it's not the same in China, right? No, I don't think the debt is as big. No, I mean, no, it's a, a completely different system. Like, but I get, America in my head has created like a really interesting system where I feel like a lot of people are very reliant on credit, right? And therefore, a lot of people end up in debt because. For example, if you couldn't take out a loan to go to university, mm-hmm. it, you, you wouldn't mm-hmm. if you couldn't, right? Right. So that sucks because it means that a lot of people are barred from going to university. But that's kind of true already. Like, some people just can't even take a loan because no bank is going to give it to them because they have no credibility because they're 18. Right, yeah. So to a certain extent, that's already true, but... Yeah, so if you can't take out the debt, then you just won't be in debt. But then you also won't have an education. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's a hard one. Like, I, I have always believed that education should be free. And I understand that I'm very naive because I haven't really thought many things through. Mm-hmm. But a lot of, like, other societies are able to give their citizens free education mm-hmm. uh, at, like, the, the, let's say, like, at the undergraduate level. Mm-hmm. And people are always like, yeah, but America doesn't pay as much debt. And that's not true. Americans pay, sorry, Americans don't pay as much tax. 
But that's mm-hmm. not true. Americans pay a lot of tax. Mm-hmm. They uh, do. About the same amount as the countries that they're being compared to. Right. But still, it's like, no, we can't. And I understand that they have a very high defense obligation. Right. And army obligation. And I can't say that I will pretend to understand. Like, I know the split and everything is way more complicated than that. Yeah. But at the very least, I feel like healthcare, at the very least, to a certain extent, should be covered. Mm-hmm. And then education after that. You know, okay, actually what I'm thinking is, so what? how much debt is in China that the Chinese government feels the need to implement this? So the reason that they brought it in, it's because I, I read that um, debt has been going up a lot since private citizens are allowed to take out private loans. All citizens are private, sorry. Pri- uh, citizens were able to take out private loans in like the, like sometime in recent history. So because of that, debt has gone up a lot. And this is the government's way of like trying to control the situation. Okay, I see. Yeah. Sorry, I spent the last five minutes trying to Google if foreigners have a social um, social score, and I can't find any article against it. So nothing says it's that just for locals. Yeah. Right. It says everyone in China. Or it never says, but I've tried to search, like, yeah. um, foreigners so, yeah. or anything. Because I'm just like, okay, if my social, like, by chance I just travel in as a holiday, yeah. come in... First night, I, I'm a student. Yeah. I go out, get myself absolutely trashed. Yeah. Um, puke on the... Uh, that first puke. night, going hard. <laughs> you know, you're not used to China. You know yeah, all those, yeah, like, yeah. language exchange things. Yeah, bite yo. Come in and they're like, shots are a dollar? RMB? No way! And, and then, then, like, but like freaking spend, like, no tomorrow. Yeah. Um, pukes, I don't know. Gets spike alcohol, pukes on the sidewalk, yeah. passes out, gets sent to the hospital. Yeah. Sort of kind of like, you know, social liability. Yeah. Social uh, score goes down. Can he still buy a ticket and leave the country then? Yeah, if he's true. no longer That's like an interesting. Like I'm just like okay, I I don't I like I tried to find it. I I can't find anything about it. Are, do they get judged? I have no clue. But then I feel like if they also do it onto like visiting foreigners, it might have overstepped a boundary. Not visiting foreigners. Foreigners have a work visa. Do you get what I'm saying? But mm, like if I'm visiting China as a tourist, I wouldn't get this. But if I was working in China for like two years. I should probably have a social score, right? Yeah, but then it gets to the point where, okay, if your social score, store, social score drops and you start to lose rights, do you know? I'm like, then uh, how like, do I, leave. yeah, how do I leave? Or how does, how does this work? Maybe the counterpart should be they would deport you. Uh, um, um, okay. Okay, that, that works. Yes, that, that they works. should deport you. If, you're, if you as a foreigner has a social score less than whatever, then you're not useful to my society anymore. <laughs> so you should be deported and go back to your own country. <laughs> It's true, right? When you import yeah. somebody to work for your city. When you <laughs> import. import people. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like slavery. <laughs> I'm just saying, the only reason why you should be here is to add value to my economy. Mm-hmm. So if your social score hits a certain point where it's no longer adding value, you should be deported. Yeah. So for you I to guess stay, so. And so also... For, yeah, so for you to stay, you have to keep your social score up. I guess that also means, like, for people who think about going to China, they'll be like, oh, I'm gonna, I need to keep my social score up so I can work. Mm-hmm. as this position yeah. and go yeah. to China. Do you think it would factor stuff in, like, of your place of origin? Let's say if you were, like, an American going to Shanghai. I don't know why I have this <laughs> so I'm like, idea. automatic deduction of points. <laughs> <laughs> Trump supporter, automatic deduction of Right, points. but, like, what if it was, like, um, I don't know, like, what if you were an asshole in America? 
But you moved count. to China to change your way right, of life. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, turn turn over a new, new leaf. <gasps> Wait, page. You know what I mean. Turn over, turn, I think turn, you turn, turn over, over a new leaf. You start a new page. I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean. Though. Yeah. Like, should that, if you were designing the system, should that matter or not matter? Of course it does matter. Why, why would I care if you're trying to start a new life? Yeah. Like, why would I give you extra points for that? What if you... Yeah, true. If you come in as a teacher... But, but okay, but then we're... Teaching, we're but you're not I guess, like, I guess the, I guess the implication there is governments can't really share information about its citizens amongst Do you think this will change the way people choose their jobs then? Like, I am... People yeah. who become into, like, a... So, like, a... So, a, a role that helps build society, like a teacher or a nurse or a doctor that helps society, will their social score be higher? Because, like, I did my job and sliced open a person to take out a brain tumor or whatever. Yeah. I saved a life. Is yeah. that bonus points? And how is that any better than people who are like, I'm doing my job and I am typing in numbers into a book. Okay, I can argue accounting. this with you. So but the, if, but I, if I imported somebody to China to take up this huge executive role, why am I doing that? Because I feel like my current workforce can't fill that role up and your job is to help me build my economy. So you're also adding value to the economy and like generating revenue. I was not talking about foreigners. Yeah. She's oh, which, just saying in general. Like, like is it going to encourage more people to become doctors, teachers, nurses? And then instead of like accountants. Or even or like... Are we not going to have some jobs filled at all because the social score uh, attributed is be, really low? To be fair... Auditors! <laughs> <laughs> or like, to be fair, if I was the government, I would do it in a way where, okay, I'm missing people in the construction sector. So I will give you bonus points if you go into the construction in the next 10 years. Once that sector is filled, I will re-push it to another sector where I need more people to fill. Yeah, so like... So I wouldn't do it in a way where like... So the work visa system in the UK is... If you are a, I can't remember what the term is, but it basically means we don't have enough of this in this country. It's you are much more easily uh, given a work visa. So if you're a doctor or a nurse, mm-hmm. it's much more, it's much easier for you to get a work visa to work in the UK because they need doctors and nurses. Also because doctors and nurses leave the UK. Yeah, so it should be the same thing for this. That's a good way to control like which sector needs to be filled and how do you push people to do that? Yeah, but I guess, like, with that, it's, like... Actually, I They're would... just talking about foreign people coming in and here we're talking about, like, the fabric of your entire society. So, like, let's, like... Let's just say, like... Oh, I guess that's a good thing. Actually, Sorry, I would... You know what I would do that, instead? That train of thought just died very quickly. So that train... My train of thought was, like, basically, if I had a... If I had a choice, I would never... I, I would not become a lawyer because the chances of me defending someone I shouldn't be defending might be a thing that mm-hmm. will hurt my social score. Mm-hmm. But I will maybe decide to maybe... Actually, I don't even know if I want to be a surgeon. I don't want to be a high-risk surgeon. If I'm, like, a high-risk surgeon, I might kill too many people. And that might mm-hmm. also, like, mm-hmm. affect my score. In, in comparison to, like, I'll be a primary school teacher, mm-hmm. changing minds, helping society, mm-hmm. and low risk at impacting my score. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, will that yeah. impact... That will impact how people will choose jobs, essentially, if that's also a thing. For sure. I, I was actually going to say, like, let's just say you're in a lot of debt and you need more construction workers, I would probably advocate that if you're in a lot of debt and you take up the social, like, the construction working job, I will clear your debt score to push people into that sector. It's a really good way to make sure that your, but, your, but your country keeps It's a good way if, you're, if you think about it ha- not having any, like, negative the other way. But it's not... I don't, I don't think it's the best way if 
So, okay, you're saying like, hey, if you're a construction worker, okay, you can plus five. But there's a lot of jobs that we don't know are value, like are may not be valuable now, but we kind of need in like 10 years. And you don't factor that in, then you're kind of like creating a society that's not very organic. I mean, I'm assuming that they will factor that in. So they're like, okay, so this sector is dying and here's the growth rate. It's yeah. going down. So to rebuild it up, we needed to grow by this much. So this yeah. is how much but I'm going to factor. So the next I, 10 years... I, I guess I mean sector. more like, okay, if you're a recent, a recent, a, a research scientist... I'm going to take that pillow away from you. If you're a research scientist um, and your entire life has been dedicated to... Uh, researching this disease but to be honest it's not really getting anywhere and you're not really getting a good social score out of it because it's not getting anywhere and they're like hey if you go into construction you're it'll double you know you'll get double the points or whatever so you leave that research job to go into that but who knows you are one year away from finding the cure to cancer cancer well too bad then well that's what i mean like i think it's um like reframing society in a very interesting and maybe not the most like or, or it's definitely not organic it's kind of like the one child policy if i have to say it is like in order to solve Redu- the problem yeah. of reducing the amount of the population yeah everyone's only allowed to have one child like there's yeah. ways around it yeah whatever you just pay or like yeah. you live in the rural areas yeah. where you yeah. farm and you're allowed to have like six children but yeah. like the but- idea that it's then you've created all this like you lost a lot of culture there you've just forced people to do a lot of things which wouldn't originally be issues like yeah like we're like we're not even seeing the full implications of what the one child policy is causing we're still like in that era where we don't know what's going to happen to the those one child people Mm. right actually something really interesting that came up yesterday when i was talking to like two other people regarding this whole like one child policy thing Mm -hmm. So now there's this like culture that's created where like people would only go back to visit their parents. Mm-hmm. And then when they go back to visit, they see their grandparents and their cousins. But once their parent dies or the grandparent dies, there's no reason to go back anymore. And it creates this like no connection family relationship in China. Right. So like you so, and your cousins will not be close. It's so interesting. There's no point. Because we've gone, I think. That's really interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I actually found out the other way around. So a lot of my friends who like our mainland Chinese yeah. end up being very close to their cousins to the point where the word uh, cousin in Chinese is barely used. All your cousins, you call them your direct sisters and brothers. And so it's created this culture where even if it's not your actual direct mm-hmm. sibling, you call them your sibling. But and it's I think that's a very Chinese thing though. Like, um, so like my family, we have a lot of like relatives who are not relatives. But, but we are, but at least for me, like, it, uh, this is, like, the diaspora outside of China. Like, I have a lot of cousins. I call them, okay, the word cousins that are used very, very loosely. Mm-hmm. That is my grandmother's, like, my grandmother came from, like, small town mm-hmm. in, like, Canton somewhere. And what happened was she calls everyone that's from that town her family. Yeah. So they're all, like, oh, my cousin here, cousin there. So I have what I thought was my grandmother's cousin's son's son, yeah. which is, like, now my cousin. Yeah. Which isn't that case. It's yeah. just actually someone who lived in her town. Yeah. And because they live in the same town, they call each other's cousins. Yeah. It's, it's like... No, 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 but then... What I, those. Yeah. But then what I'm trying to say that... I, like, my roommates in Beijing... Yeah. They literally call her... Her, her mother's sister's 
daughter her like baby sister. But like, I, yeah, but that, I can to say like that. I think that's a Chinese thing because like the, yeah, I have examples where like I'm not related to them. But there's also a lot of examples where like like my mom, not quite like sister, but like there was an understanding that family is much closer than just oh they're they're my mom's mother's sisters daughters husbands whatever right it's just like a but we're still like first family okay so there's like things like okay your first cousins your second cousins your third cousins at uh, my experience is like though they're just all my cousins there's no distinction between how far away you are because um it's just that's just what it is like this is just sorry this we're this, in this together this conversation came up because we were talking about how the travel rate has gone down like during chinese new year because okay, people, I actually people, missed that. Yeah, thing. because people are dying. Yeah. So people are dying. Old people are dying. And so the rate of people, young people going back to visit their homes is not necessary anymore. And so let's just say you have grandparents in the rural area, so you and your parents will go back to visit them. And then subsequently, your cousin from out of town will also go, so that's how you guys create that connection, you see each other. But once yeah. they die, there's no reason for your parents to go back to yeah. visit your And I think it's crazy. And even though you're close to them, it's fine. But you guys are living in different cities, so like through time, you just kind of stop connecting yeah. you know what i mean uh, that's what i'm okay. saying i'm not saying you're not close i'm saying you start to grow apart and then this is the connection that i'm talking about where like you guys don't have that connection anymore through time yeah because there's nothing holding you together to go back to yeah visit i think it is people die. interesting because i but, think yeah. a lot of chinese culture and i don't does that make sense i don't know if I yeah yeah, that yeah, that yeah it makes sense like jane, it, jane doesn't look like she agrees with me or no because in my head i'm just like okay even if like i'm just comparing this to not their closeness is their, their closeness is like me and my brother like, even if my parents, like, pass away at some point, I'm still going to go visit my brother because he is my brother. Like, you know what I mean? But you're yeah. saying because, like, the grandparents are no, no longer there, you don't have that connection to go visit them. But that's because they're your, your cousin. You're seeing them as your cousin. But I'm saying that some of my friends are so close to their cousins that it's kind of like me and my brother. Like, I would be, like, bored. I'd just, like, call him, like, hey, like what are you doing you know what I mean yeah yeah it's, I know what you mean yeah. I, th- I think we're having two slightly different conversations but like uh like you're saying that people are traveling less and you're saying that people are actually closer but the, they can both be true like she's talking about no one's going back to like their ancestral village anymore during Chinese New Year because they have no one to visit there so these towns are becoming ghost towns and travel, they're just traveling a lot less. I don't know if it's, if it's ghost town. The, the, the implication that. is that just people are traveling a lot less to home because the home isn't there anymore. Because everyone has passed away. And I get the whole point of like people are closer, like as families. But there are families where like they, the only time to get together is during Chinese New Year. And that's how they create that connection. But if you, you have no, So are you yeah. trying to say that they're drifting apart? The cousins drifting apart? Yeah. Because so they don't see each other. But, then, but you're co- assuming they have cousins. There are some people who don't have cousins anymore. Okay, I totally misunderstood this point here. Okay, so okay. she's saying that in the past... Okay, okay, for Chinese New Year, everyone goes back to their home, right? Mm-hmm. Hometown to have dinner with their family, right? But if you are an only child and you don't have any siblings and your parents are passed away and your grandparents are passed away, and just, let's just say that your parents also don't have any siblings... Oh, so who you're, so are you you're, going home? So for? basically, you're saying you're not going to visit. Okay, because I totally at some point understood your point as um, once the grandparents and the parents pass away in the hometown, they don't travel back, and therefore all the one-child policy kids don't travel back 
together so they don't have a chance to see. And of course, you still have cousins and you know I have cousins, but you will never see them because you live in different cities. And yeah, you have but, your own but, then, but then you create, you, distant, you create like a more distant relationship. Not everybody does that. Some people will make efforts, but it does happen. You're assuming that so, everybody yeah. will visit each other, so, like, which yeah, is not the case. Yes, like, I understand. Like, I understand now, but my, I guess, maybe we're just saying things in two different ways. Like, yeah, yes. there are probably examples of both of these. Yes. But then, my point. <laughs> my, my point is also that, okay, then there are siblings who just never visit each other. It's, it's true. true. It's true. And, but, like, and, well, and a lot of siblings, they might see each other because of the sake of seeing their parents. Yeah. But once they pass away, they just yeah. don't. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, a bigger problem. But I think, like, it's very interesting to see how, like, I mean, in Chinese culture, there's this whole... Like, family is big in terms of numbers also, right? Like, I have a lot of cousins. But yeah. if you're one child, your child is not going to have any cousins. Yeah. And then those children themselves... I mean, I know, like, the one-child policy is listed now, I think. And right? that's why it's your cousins. You have two now. So, yeah, two. so, so one, if it's two one-child policies, one-child policy kids yeah. getting married, yeah. they're allowed to have two kids. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. Oh, is that the rule? I yes. thought anybody okay. can have... No, it's if I it's two one-child policy kids getting married, they get allowed to have two kids. Um, um, I'm not quite sure how it works with if you are not. And I don't know the rules between, like, even if you were a one-child policy kid, but your parents didn't follow the one-child policy, and therefore you p- they paid for their second child yeah. if they still fall under the same criteria. Like, I'm not quite sure. Right. I just know that if you are not under that same policy, so if you're... You happen to be, like, the youngest of the non-one-child policy, like, just above the one-child policy, and you marry a one-child policy person. How that works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just mean it's creating... As, as China wanted, like, they had a massively exploding population, want to control it. But it's created very interesting, like, changes in culture. Like, my mom grew up with, like, t- too many relatives to name. Yeah. And... Now, like, if you are, if your parents are one-child policy parents and they only want to have one child, you don't have cousins. It's very yeah. weird to me not to have cousins. And it, it, being Chinese, I mean... Yeah, that is yeah, true. pretty weird. Yeah, because so uh, we, we have terms for all kinds of cousins and that's how the, they relate to you. And that, That's the culture that they say that they're really, that's going to be really lost. Because, like, you have words that you put in, like... Be- before and after the yeah, name. Yeah, completely. Just by being the older or the younger person to your parents. or And, and it's all relative to yeah. your location in the family tree. Yes. So, so yeah, I'm always like, my, when, when we go back to Singapore and we meet relatives, I'm like, what do I need to call this person? Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, I don't know either. I'm like, God, I'm going to look like such an ignorant asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like it's, uh, but that, 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 that there is something there. I think all Chinese people can talk about experiencing like having this situation where you have to call your mother's third sister's husband something different to your mother's second sister's husband and you're just like well, I don't know what I'm doing but it's it's just interesting to see like the the diaspora those families who um left China in the past like century have just kept that mm-hmm. and because of like policy in China itself China proper where we're all actually from like that's being lost. Yeah, it's interesting. We went from surveillance to one-child policy. Yeah, well, that's what we're about at me three. <laughs> <laughs> attempt, to, attempt to wrap this up. <laughs> anyway, I do think we need to wrap it up. So, any last words from anyone? I have two siblings. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not one-child. I don't think surveillance is always bad. 
I'm... I'm I, I, I if we talk about this more... Kat and I are never, never going to be friends. <laughs> so let us just, like, end it here I, before I just, we, like, destroy just, our friendship. I'm just, just going to say, I don't, I don't mind surveillance when it's not on me. So I'm curious to watch this pan out, but I don't want to be part of it. I don't want to watch it as I don't like either. I guess it's a bit like, um, you know, like uh, some guy asked me the other day, oh, would you ever want to visit North Korea? I do. And I, I, I keep planning it. Okay. I keep wanting to and go. And I say for me... This is why we're never going to be friends, Jane. But no, man, this is, this is why I said for me. Um, we're never going to be friends? Are we not already? No, we're already <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bitch. Sorry. Yeah. Bad phrasing. No, but for me, um, I would find it very difficult. I do find it very difficult. The idea of visiting a country where those people cannot visit me, not because of like social economic status, just because they're literally unable to leave. I am so curious. Okay. It's going to be what China looks like. Back in the okay, I mean, so I'm, I'm curious, but at the same time, I really don't want to go visit somewhere where the people can't visit me. To me, that's like going into a zoo and like, I don't know. There's something to that. It's Is like it? the difference between going to a zoo and going to a, like a safari. No, yeah. I don't like safaris either. Do I just, I just don't like observing. So you have compassion feeling bad for these people. You want to go out of curiosity. I don't want to go because I want to be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think more selfish in that sense. You're more compassionate and you're curious. Right, but like what I mean is like, so like the surveillance thing, like I don't want to be part of it and I I wouldn't want anyone else really to be part of it. To to, to the extent we're talking about, I mean like, yeah, we're already already being surveilled. It's 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 interestingly, it could have been a really good concept. But to get it panned out without any human error is so little. Yeah, and there's exactly. going to be misunderstandings. And then, like, someone's score is going to be wrong, but they can't fix it. And then it's going to be they're trapped. It's like there's people who are dead. Dead, but not dead. Wait, wait, dead? Like, they're accidentally reported as dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> this happens. So, so it's like, um, just go to the police office. Like, and go like, hey, um, sorry, but I'm not dead. So, yeah, there's this guy who was reported as dead by accident. And he <laughs> went to the police station. He's like, look, this is me. I am not dead. And then they were like, how can you prove it to you? I have my ID. Yeah, but then they were like, how can you prove that this person who is you is not dead? <laughs> and then you're like, but look, look. But like, they're like, but we're reported dead. So how do I know it's you? Oh, so maybe someone someone's looks, trying, to, trying yeah, to steal their identity. Exactly. Someone who looks a lot like you. Because you know, like with 1.3 billion people and like with almost 2 billion Chinese people. Well, I love like, how it's that this is a Chinese thing. I totally just saw this as a white thing. Until oh, no, this is in China. This is in China. Okay. So I mean, like, <laughs> it could also be a white thing. <laughs> also, like, it's like the, um, so, like, you know, in, in America, um, uh, so some people have come out where they're saying my birth wasn't reported when I was born, and so I haven't been able to get a social security number, so I don't exist in the American government, which means I can't enroll at college. But I exist. But then the government's like, how do you prove you exist? How do you know, how do I not know you're another identity? You fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And trying to refix it now. And so oh, they, it's kind of a dead end in both situations. Like, the a live person cannot prove he is not dead. And a dead person Actually, there is, well. there is a yeah. solution to this. What? So, in the US... I think printing. No, 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 no. So, in the US, it's completely off time. This guy was married with a wife and, like, three kids. Mm-hmm. And then one day he just disappeared mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And they all thought he died. They, like, searched around, couldn't find him. And then 10 or 20 years later, they found him in, like, a, like three states down with a new family with, like, like, a new wife, a new, like, kids, whatever. But he stole somebody else's identity. 
mm. and lived a completely different life. Mm. So he might have been Eric in, like, Florida, and mm-hmm. then he went to, like, Texas, and, and then he's John. Right. And, like, they, and the wife that he was married to, his new wife, had no idea he was Eric before. Mm-hmm. He only knew him as yeah. John. And so he just started a new life with a completely new identity. So you can do that if you report dead to steal somebody else's identity. That's true. That's and great. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> okay. Cool. You can watch um, Doctor Doctor. What's his name? Phil. Oh, okay. At first, I got like Phil. my head. All I could think was Seuss. No. Seuss. <laughs> no. I was like Shagava. Why my brain went there? Doctor Phil. All right. That's. All from us now. How did we finish this again? Me one. No, me. This is from me. Oh, okay. Go. This is from me. Me two. Me three. Bye.